0: It's good, y'all. Zion, back on the Lost and Profound Nation station. So, I have a few things to say about Valentine's Day, and now since there's since there was another shooting, it's you know it's weird, um, but I just wanted to point out that. I hope that everyone knows that Valentine's Day is basically just a capitalist stunt. Which, in a sense, you know, it it has its good things, its, its good effects on the world. But I don't think that you should have to be reminded to love the people that are most important to you. Like, these are things that should be done every day. I mean, it's fun, I guess, especially when you're younger, <clears throat> growing up and taking part in those things. Like yesterday, I I had my daughter all day, so her and I uh, took her to get her nails done. I also got one of my thumbs done, you know, as like a little, little ritual that we do whenever I take her to get her nails done. Um... Uh, you know, I hung out with her all day. I I brought her flowers to school. I, I, you know, I I let her know what it should be like, like to remind her what you know what it should be like in the future, what it's like. I want to I want her to know what it's like to be loved and you know things like that. But as we, as I mean, as we become adults and stuff, and that you know, it's no longer really about that. I just hope that we realize that it's far more important to love your significant others every day opposed to the days where everyone is seeming like they're loving their significant others. I mean, I'm a fan of spreading the love and, you know, evoking that in people and having a a positive wave, etc., I just feel like sometimes it gets lost in the symbolization, like the meaning and the message actually get lost because of what it, you know, what it represents, things and flash, spending money and objects. And it's not really about the connection and the, you know, the actual love and the things that actually matter, the depth and the, you know, the struggle, the, like, those are the things that we need to remember, like where it came from. Alright y'all, just wanted to drop my two cents on that. Hope everything's going well. Much love. I'll hear from you soon. What's good, what's good, we back. So I I, uh, posted a video to my Facebook, uh, a little spread the love game, so I just wanted to extend it onto my podcast so maybe I could reach more people out there to participate in this. So what I did was, I stated two things about myself I was grateful for, one thing about the world I was grateful for, and then two people I was grateful for, and then I nominated two people to do the same, to do the same thing, basically. So it's like a, it's like a game of gratitude tag. Alright? Alright y'all, much love. What's good y'all? Good morning, it's Zion. Coming back to the Live One Nation We're here on the Lost and Profound Nation Station Hope y'all had a good couple of days I've been away, doing a little bit of creating Did some video vlogging um, Did some studying, did some drawing, did some writing uh, Spent some time with the little one Actually I uh, started going back to the gym a little bit body's a little beat up but you know trying to build felt good to get in there get a good sweat be back in the environment Um, I actually wanted to start the day off today by talking about my, uh, my concept and my philosophies on mirrors and how significant I think that they can be so every day I try to um try to look into the mirror a few times throughout the day um, you know, and not just look at the mirror, because I believe we all do that as well, but I mean look into the mirror. So, like, look into the mirror, uh, no matter what, either no matter, like, what mood I'm in, whether I'm mad, happy, sad, tired, whatever, always trying to stay in tune with myself and so I stay familiar, you know, so I'm acknowledging me, so I'm present in my experience in life and also not not only do i try to look into the mirror look into my eyes i know it sounds weird and probably narcissistic (laughs) i guess you know in order to kind of take control of your life it's it can be a little narcissistic at times but in a good way as long as your intent is in the right place it's coming from a good place and you got a good heart it'll i think it'll build up you know a good a good empire so to speak (laughs) that's my thing you know building the empire Empire within, empire within, and then out. But anyways, I try to tell myself in the mirror, you know, some things, some positive things. And it's weird too, because it feels foreign. Like, you look into the mirror today and tell yourself that you love yourself. And you'll see, you'll notice that it feels foreign, that it feels awkward. And, and that's exactly the point. Like... You know i've never really been good at receiving compliments or anything of uh, you know of, of that sort um so i guess this is just a way of building of truly building my self-worth like you know i know i know i'm aware of what it is and what it means and you know what I deserve, etc. But this is a way to make myself actually feel like I deserve these things. So I've been trying to say that I love myself a few times a day, and look into my eyes and make like, <laughs> you know, whisper sweet nothings to myself in the mirror, just to, just to, it's just to reprogram my mind in the way that I observe things and the way I'm thinking about those types of things. Just to become more comfortable and build a more powerful foundation so this way I, when i am in a position to impact others and i'm in a position to have these conversations with others i'm actually representing what i'm saying and what i believe in and you know but all right y'all hope you all starting off the good the morning you know in a, in a good space good headspace. set some time away for yourself to pick yourself up set that blueprint for the for the win you know update that playbook <laughs> all right y'all have a good morning i'll be back to you soon on love we we back we we back we we back <laughs> what's good y'all um so this is my perspective on being uncomfortable like and how important it's it's played uh a part in my in my growth i guess i want to say basically i'm in a stage where i'm just doing as many things as possible and i'm just trying to be in as many creative spaces as i possibly can and pretty much everything that is that makes me feel uncomfortable or makes me feel nervous or whatever whatever that may be. I'm doing it. And I mean, you know, these are things that you've always kind of had in your head. You thought you wanted to do, but you just kind of talk yourself out of it because we are masters at bullshitters. We are masters at talking our way in and out of things. But this is my way of just quieting the noise and just doing. And since I've been doing... It's just felt great. It feels different. Things feel great. You get chills on your. You get chills. You get your hair stands up whenever you make decisions because you're aligned with the, with the. What truly I believe the universe. The universe's energy. Your energy. Your spirit. So I suggest you give it a shot. You know, if just put yourself into uncomfortable situations and just try to navigate. Get more comfortable. Folk, you know, exercise those fears and those demons, and soon, you know, they become your superpowers. All right, y'all, keep fighting. What's good? This is I back on the MI, checking in, seeing how everybody's feeling tonight. I've actually been watching this interview with uh, Russell Brand and Dr. Jordan Peterson. It's about kindness versus power, and there's a segment I'm gonna play you. Um, the doc, uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson is touching base on a way to look at how we, how basically how we allow certain parts of ourselves to die off in order to evolve, and I've actually always strongly believed this. So it was cool to hear it from a, I guess, more of a uh, scientific perspective. All right, y'all, I'm gonna play it for you right now. Hold on, listen.
1: We'll the way that I read that psychologically, and I'm not trying to make any comments about the metaphysics of it, is that there's a part of people. That's the self, the Jungian self, let's say. The capital S self. The the capital S self, yes. That that is capable of sustaining itself across successive deaths and rebirths. And and everyone really understands this. It's one of the things that's most fun to teach people. Because, you know, when when you're moving through life and you have a a plan or a dream and it shatters. You know, someone dies or a relationship breaks apart or you, you have a terrible upset in your career or... You become ill in some unexpected way then everything around you falls apart and you plunge into a well. you plunge into a chaotic underworld, the belly of the way that's exactly right yes exactly that and then you maybe you stay there because it isn't necessarily the case that people get out you know people die people are in despair permanently but frequently something tragic and terrible befalls you and you fall apart and you learn something profound as a consequence and you put yourself back together and when you come back out, you're more than you were when you went in. And that's happening at a small scale. Every time you learn something, you know, you, if you ever really learn something, it's usually painful. It usually means that you have to recognize that you're wrong in some important way. You have to let that part of you that's wrong die. And then you have to let yes. a new part of you, okay. So the self, imagine that you undergo a series of transformations in your life. There. Are there collapses into the chaotic underworld and then re- many resurrections. That happens continually, and that's what molds your character. Yes. The self is this thing that manages the transformations across all those, across that manages all those transformations. So you could say, here's another way of thinking about it. If you could identify with what you understand. That's what ideologues do. Huh. You could identify with you don't with what you don't understand, and that's what sort of seekers after truth. Um, uh, identify with or you could identify with the process of moving between those states you know sometimes you know what you're doing you know where you are you, you you're you're in control and 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 you can become arrogant and identify with that and then become too static about it right or you can be in despair and everything is chaotic and you can identify with that in which case you're nihilistic or you can view yourself as the thing that moves across the transformations and that's that's the right way to to, to Conceptualize yourself as you're the thing that m- maintains constancy across transformation.
0: <laughs> What's up, yo? I Told you, man. It's, it's like it's so wild sometimes when things just make sense. Like you've, it's kind of like you had these ideas in your head before and you were trying to figure them out but they've just never were concluded you know with like real um real research knowledge it was more experiential and that's more of the knowledge that I believe in anyways cuz that's pretty much how I've you know that's how I exist today is survival through experiential growth basically um but i i really do connect with that philosophy of having to have pieces of you die as you grow because throughout my life there's been to, there's been all kinds of me that that have died like i've been so many different people cuz i had to deal with so many different pieces of myself And I was experiencing different things externally as well as internally so I constantly was changing and I was constantly adapting and I mean but I I've always had this weird this I don't know this weird um, connection to the to the process though to the struggle I've always really enjoyed the, the random fray and the concept of pushing through past that past those dark moments I've always truly enjoyed being able to wake up in the morning and fight another day I guess is what I'm getting at um, so I, you know it, and it was also cool to hear him say how some people identify Um, Some people identify with what they don't understand, some people identify with what they do understand, and some people identify what they're looking for. I thought that was interesting. Um, And then the the ones who identify with going through the process. I've, I've learned to finally identify myself as as a person constantly evolving and looking for answers in the process. Staying present in the build, not focusing on, you know, the romance from before, or romancing about what's to come. Staying present in the now. And I've noticed things become a lot clearer since then. But alright y'all. You know, just a little food for thought for you to sleep on. Hopefully, you uh, create some interesting ideas in your dreams. (laughs) Wake up pumped up with some new creation. Alright, y'all. I'm signing off. This is ZY. Y'all have a good night. Much love.